0: Today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. I told you that the uh, premiers all met last week in uh, Manitoba for a few days and there a lot of stuff on their agenda, uh, including uh, they wanted the federal government to spell out the plans for the future of the RCMP. Now, provincial leaders say they're concerned about the lack of direction at a time when crime is on the rise in this country. Premier Daniel Smith of Alberta says with all the RCMP vacancies in many provinces, it kind of looks to her like the force is being wound down through attrition. Because if it is their intention, then uh, the provinces who do rely on RCMP have to develop other other services, have to do more training, has to, have to do more recruitment, and that takes time to do all of that. So I would just encourage the the federal government to to be quite clear about what it is that they have in mind. Uh, And the other element to this, too, is the RCMP themselves. And uh, I guess to put it frankly, one of these guys are going to get their act together. Uh, You know, the system is in crisis right now. There are a number of sexual assault allegations. Uh, They're supposed to be looking after these sorts of things and apparently not doing a very good job of it. Joining us to talk about this is Dr. Jason Walker. Uh, Dr. Walker is an associate professor and Senate vice chair at the University of Canada West. Uh, Doctor, pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you so much for this. Good morning. Thank you. Uh, is it, I guess what the word came to mind as I was reading the essay uh, last night about this is where is the oversight here? I mean, there have been a lot of investigations about this. God knows there have been a number of allegations uh, within the RCMP themselves about sexual misconduct uh, and, and racism and a number of other things.
1: Uh, yet they don't seem to do a very good job of dealing with these issues. Absolutely. Um, What we see in research over and over again is that the RCMP uh, has failed to not only address the issue, but follow through in terms of discipline and culture change. It's an organization in crisis. Uh, And I know that they said, well, we've got a plan. There's going to be an arm's length organization
0: that's going to look at these things. and Or they were going to investigate themselves at one point. Uh, That went
1: over really well, didn't it? Uh, They just don't seem to have a plan here. Yeah, they don't seem to have a plan and also it's not a priority clearly for them. They developed the ICHR, which was designed as an arm-length organization within the reporting structure of the RCMP to manage uh, sexual assault and other claims. Keeping in mind, these are assault between members. Now, what's happened is they've had in the last year and a half over 900 complaints. They've only dealt with 300 or so of them uh, and many on appeal. Uh, have been turned over by the court because again the RCMP isn't dealing with this culture of toxicity uh, and 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 it is landing them uh, in further jeopardy when are they going to get to that tipping
0: point? I mean, if this story sounds eerily similar to uh, our listeners about what was going on with the Canadian military, it's because it is mm-hmm. uh, very similar to that. And uh, I don't know how many ministers and investigations yeah. they went through uh, to try to get to the point where they, at that time, newly minted minister Anita Anand said, that's it, the buck stops here. Uh, and that's they seem so- to I'm be sorry. instituting something. I was just going to say, what are we going to see that sort of action with the RCMP?
1: Well, I think what we're seeing, and great example with the DND, and I've written on that as well, the federal government has lost the moral authority in terms of allowing, over and over again, organizations that have the incapacity to deal with sexualized violence in the workplace, they give them the keys every single time. They take the keys, they give them back. And it is overdue in terms of the need for a public health response to workplace bullying and harassment uh, in Canada. It needs to be removed from the RCMP and other law enforcement agencies and placed in the hands of an independent commissioner because this is too much. People are getting hurt and people are getting killed because of abuse and, and harassment and bullying in the workplace, especially amongst law enforcement agencies.
0: Doctor, has anybody in Ottawa, in any one of these these ministries, uh, been able to connect the dots that uh, that one of the reasons we were having problems with our military commitments to NATO is we don't have enough bodies uh, in, in, in uniform these days? And the same thing is happening with the RCMP. People are leaving the force, and they're not doing a very good job of recruiting it. I mean, who'd want to go there? God knows what you're going to run into then. I mean, uh, a, there's a cause and effect here, isn't there?
1: Absolutely. And here's the thing. There are good people in the RCMP. There are good people in the DND. The problem is that how would you have that conversation with your child who wants to be an RCMP officer or who wants to go into the DND and you would have to say, hey, by the way, especially if you're female, black, indigenous, person of color, there's a high likelihood that you are going to get sexually abused at work. And by the way, Nothing's going to come of it. How do you have that? Co- Why would you want to join an organization like that?
0: Well, it's, it's not a rhetorical question because a lot of people are just saying, no, I don't uh, mm-hmm. I want to. Uh, where, where do we stand on this right now, though? Uh, you know, as I say, there's been a lot of concerns. There's a new RCMP commissioner, relatively new anyway. Uh, and, and the consensus in the essay here was that it's same old, same old.
1: You know, uh, meet the new boss, same as the old boss, that sort of thing. Absolutely. We know that culture eats strategy for lunch. And at the end of the day, if the RCMP continue to appoint from within, we should expect the same result. It's like the definition of insanity. We've seen it mm-hmm. over and over again. And until the federal government and the, and the Minister of Public Safety actually acts on something and says, no, we no longer trust you with this and appoints an independent commissioner, nothing is going to change
0: where do we begin that process an independent commissioner to decide how to approach this uh clean house within the rcmp i mean it just i I guess to put this in context too minister mandachino seems to have his own problems these days and probably is not
1: paying a whole lot of attention to this but i mean somebody has to Absolutely. And uh, I think, you know, like you have that conversation in terms of, OK, like, let's do what's right, not what's easy. And what's easy is to continue to turn a blind eye at the expense of victims and the taxpayer for these multimillion dollar suits. What I think needs to happen, yes, a commissioner in terms of, hey, here's how we're going to deal with workplace bullying and harassment and sexual abuse. But also, where is Dr. Teresa Tam in terms of a public health response? This impacts 20 to 30 percent of all workers in Canada. It's not just the RCMP. So the the outcomes for that include anxiety and depression and and huge costs as well to the economy. People are getting hurt, and we just rely on employment law, which is archaic and doesn't work.
0: But your essay that we're referencing here, that was in the conversation.com. Probably the first time that I've actually seen uh, that that take on it, though, doctor. That that hey, this mm-hmm. is a this is a health issue. Uh, th- they seem to have treated it previously simply as a as a as a, a PR exercise. And yeah, we got to shove this under the rug because it's 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 making us look bad. But they don't seem to comprehend or don't care about, as you say, the mental health or physical health, uh, uh, you know,
1: elements that that are are going to spin out of this. Absolutely. And, you know, across organizations, their job is to protect the organization. Everything else comes second. So when you consider these severe implications, including suicide, like Constable Nicole Chan in the Vancouver Police Department, who was abused sexually for years in her role and went to HR and it continued, what we see is that no longer does the employment standard meet the test in terms of harm. So, imagine if you're at the grocery store, heaven forbid you are abused verbally in line and then touched sexually. What happens? Hopefully someone steps in. Hopefully the police come and someone gets charged. What is the difference then at work when that happens? Oh, that's an employment matter, right? Nothing happens. And that that difference is troubling. And until someone takes that on in terms of a minister and does what's right. I, I just, uh, I, I see continual harm happening.
0: I mean, you know, you're right. If it's in a, a shopping situation or something, you just don't go to that store anymore, you know? and yeah. But it, well, you gotta go to work every day. Uh, and, Absolutely. And, and if your superiors uh, don't pay any attention to your complaints, uh, that's that's only gonna add to the frustration And and we've seen some horrible outcomes as a result of that.
1: Absolutely. And your career's over, by the way. So this cop culture in particular, this insular uh, 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 culture where we support each other, that's actually very important. They need to be a team. The problem is when that is so closed and the minute you complain or the minute you speak up in terms of something bad that's happening and your teammates turn their back on you. That sends a completely different message. It's not safe to speak up, and it should be.
0: No, exactly. And as I say, the the, the, the similarities between this and, and the d investigations are, are eerily similar. And uh, I, I'd like to think that there's somebody is going to start paying attention. Uh, director, listeners to theconversation.com, the article is called Mounties in Crisis, the Systemic Failure to Address Sexual Abuse Within the RCMP. Uh, the author, Dr. Jason Walker. Doctor, thank you so much. It was a pleasure having you on the program today. Thank you, Bill. I appreciate it. Uh, Have a good day and keep doing what you're doing, by the way. All right. Thank you. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900-CHML.